Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Sports Talk Chicago. John Zaglul, John Meadows directing and producing on all of our great affiliates, 98.3, The Life, WKAN, 105.5, The Ticket, ACTV, JNTBW, JOB, and Cities 92.9, Talk FM. Great interview with Mark Chanowski. He does play-by-play for the Chicago Bulls and the Windy City Bulls and is a sports reporter on ABC7 Chicago, also the host of the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. Mark is a great friend of this program. If you missed any part of that interview, go back and podcast at sportstalkchicago.com, any of the major podcast carriers. Remember, you can also watch it on YouTube. Hey, follow us, Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe, like the videos that we post. Uh, Mark is just a wealth of information, and it was really fun to have him on here to discuss a wide range of things, not just Bulls basketball, though I know that's his specialty, even gotten to some Bears stuff, which was really fun. And, uh, you know, great interview. Great time with him. Um, we have a lot to get to here in our last segment. Bears football, Bears news, so many things happening. Uh, the Bears have interviewed six different people for their offensive coordinator opening because they're still accepting the fact that it was Luke Getze's fault for why they went 7-10 last year. Nevertheless, this is what they're doing. They're interviewing six different candidates, and there might even be more down the road. But as of today, there have been six. I want to give a quick breakdown of each of these candidates and talk about why or maybe why not the Bears should consider them. They, they've interviewed Thomas Brown, who's currently the Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator. Well, that didn't work with Bryce Young. Next, uh, Greg Roman, who's the former Ravens offensive coordinator. Now, Greg Roman's an interesting case and an interesting character. Now, Roman was there and he was the offensive coordinator when Lamar Jackson put up his best year ever statistically, ran for 1,200 yards, uh, won the NFL MVP at a 13-2 record in 15 games. Lamar Jackson did a really good job under Roman. Roman knows how to work with running quarterbacks. Now, if they're going to bring him in because they intend on keeping Justin Fields and leaving it at that, so be it, I guess. That would be the best and most logical pairing. I mean, you can't get any better than that. So if Fields fails, even with Greg Roman, we got a big issue. Uh, do I recommend the Bears hiring an offensive coordinator to cater to Justin Fields, and then he turns out to be potentially an even further bust, and then they have to get rid of Fields, and they're stuck with Roman? Probably not, right? So hiring a coordinator specifically for Justin Fields is going to work if you plan on legitimately keeping him for the long haul. If you're just interviewing him for optics, if you're just interviewing him uh for whatever reason, other than, okay, we're going to keep Justin Fields and stick with Roman, doesn't really make too much sense. Nevertheless, Roman's been interviewed. Shane Waldron, the Seattle Seahawks offensive coordinator, has been interviewed. Now, obviously, Waldron um, helped resurrect Geno Smith into what he is today, and even Drew Locke was competitive under Waldron. Um I don't know if that's going to be an, if that's going to be a perfect fit. I'm not 100% sure. I can't say that Waldron's the guy or not. I will say this, though. Geno Smith is a pocket-passing quarterback. Geno Smith did well and won comeback player of the year for throwing for 4,000-plus yards and breaking Seattle's passing yard record. If Waldron's going to come in and coach up Caleb Williams, who is a pocket passer and is going to be a rookie, I see no issue with that. Because if he's able to help out Geno Smith, resurrect his career, why can't he help out a rookie being developed. Now, if they're going to bring in Waldron and try and fit Justin Fields into a box like Lucchetti did, it's not going to work. Clint Kubiak's an interesting name, and this one's pretty exciting. Kubiak is the current passing game coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. As you may know, he's the son of Gary Kubiak, longtime NFL coach and certainly an offensive genius in his own right. Now, I'm going to read this bit here from NBC Sports Chicago. I'm read this quote. 
Kubiak took over as the 49ers passing game coordinator this season after Bobby Slowick left to become the Houston Texans offensive coordinator. Kubiak is thought of highly in league circles. He's seen as a cerebral offensive mind, much like his dad, Gary, and has had some experience as a play caller after taking over duties down the stretch for the Denver Broncos last season. League evaluators view Kubiak as integral to Brock Purdy's superb season. This hire would be smart no matter what. This hire would be smart if they keep Justin Fields or if they draft Caleb Williams, no doubt about it. This is probably my favorite candidate of the entire bunch, except for Greg Roman assuming they keep Justin Fields, but that's a qualifier there. Clint Kubiak's going to work no matter who the quarterback is for this team come next year. Like it or not about Brock Purdy, the fact is the numbers he put up were unbelievably impressive, and you can't really deny that or argue with it. You could say he's a system quarterback, game manager, is only doing that because he's in that system. Well, so be it if he is. I want that coaching staff then if Brock Purdy's doing what he's doing in that system. If Brock Purdy's able to perform at that level with the coaches surrounding him, give me somebody from there, put him on the Bears, and have him work his abilities here. That's what I would want. So, Clint Kubiak, to me, is by far the strongest candidate. He's 36 years old. Young guy, comes from an unbelievably great coaching tree between his dad and, obviously, Kyle Shanahan. I think this would be the best choice for the Bears. Will they do it? Eh, probably not. But I think it's the great and the best choice, and I, I hope that they seriously consider him. Two other candidates the Bears have interviewed are Greg Olson, not, no, not the tight end, uh, the Seattle Seahawks quarterbacks coach, the current quarterbacks coach. He's been around for a long time. He's been an offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, the Rams, the Bucks, the Raiders, the Jaguars, and the Raiders again. If you want somebody with a wealth of experience, that's great. And I don't actually um, condemn this idea. If they hired Greg Olson, I wouldn't be in an uproar. I know he's older and he's been around the block a bit, but you know what? I don't mind somebody with experience. I don't mind somebody who's been around five different, six different teams. And here's why. It'd be different if he was on a couple of teams that was out of the league for a long time or he hasn't called plays in a while. The fact that he's been on this many different teams and has been an offensive coordinator speaks to his ability to stick around in the NFL and speaks to his ability in terms of respect in league circles. You know, you might sit here and say, well, he got fired from this place, this place, and this place. I would rather say, yeah, that could be true, but more so, he kept getting hired, and he's still on an offensive coaching staff even today. Greg Olson has been around for a long time and has an impressive resume, whether you like it or not. He should deserve and warrant legitimate uh, consideration. He warrants legitimate consideration. The last candidate as of today whom the Bears have interviewed is Liam Cohen, the Kentucky football offensive coordinator. Now, he's a college guy. He's worked in the college space since 2010, but he was the offensive coordinator for the Rams in 2022. Ouch. Last year, they sucked. Sean McVay thought about retiring because they were that bad. <laughs> they were so bad last year that Sean McVay thought about walking away. I'm not impressed with him. Uh, you know, if the Bears go with him, uh, that signals what they usually do, which is hiring people with zero experience or bad experience and then trying to fit them into this square hole when they're a round peg. It's not going to work. So... If I had to make a list right now, finalists or people they should seriously consider who I would not have a problem with, Clint Kubiak, Greg Olson, 
and Greg Roman, assuming that Justin Fields stays for him, all three of those guys would be worth taking a second look at if you're Chicago. I like all three of those candidates. And the Bears, to their credit, have interviewed good people. Now, the question is, will they choose the right one? Well, if they chose to keep Matt Eberflus, then probably not. But you never know. You never know what they're going to do. <laughs> I found it interesting, though. All of these different coordinators have been interviewed. The question is, who are the Bears going to take? And I think even more so, and this is something that I'm curious about, is how are they approaching the quarterback situation with these coordinators when they talk to them? How are they approaching it? Are they telling them that, they know who they're going to take. Are they telling them that uh, it's going to be Justin and, uh, you know, you'll see what happens with the rookie quarterback situation? I find it unbelievably bad for the Bears to be approaching it in this way. Brian Pohl said at the press conference at the end of the year that any offensive coordinator he hires should be able to cater to whatever the Bears' situation is going to be. They don't need to know, Pohl said, if the Bears will keep Justin Fields or draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. I find that irresponsible. And here's why. I've said this before. Why would an offensive coordinator want to come to Chicago when he may have to work with the project in Justin Fields and he may be under a lame duck head coach who might get fired in another year or two? There'd be much more stability for anybody interviewing for the Bears' job if they draft a rookie quarterback, no matter what, because maybe they do so good with the rookie and the team just collapses, they fire the head coach, they keep the OC and the quarterback together. That signals more job stability for anybody interested in this position. And that's probably the best-case scenario for anybody who's going to take this role is that they hope Caleb Williams gets drafted, no matter what the end result is next year, as long as there's good things from Caleb Williams, they're going to be safe. That's the way it should be. That's the way I think is best. But the Bears are opting to play poker face and try to fake everybody into thinking that they may or may not keep Justin Fields, they may or may not draft somebody, and the offensive coordinator should just be okay with it. I'll tell you what. If I'm, on a, if I'm an offensive coordinator in football, and I'm interviewing for the Bears' position, and I don't know or nobody's telling me what they're going to do at quarterback, I'd walk out of the interview. I really would. I mean, what is this, some kind of joke? Sitting in the interview, I'm asking, hey, who's your quarterback going to be? Well, we're not really going to tell you, so you better be ready no matter what we do. That's BS. I need to know what's happening. I need to know the direction of my quarterback. <laughs> the most important piece of my offense, the most important piece of my scheme as an offensive coordinator. And you're telling me, oh, don't worry about it? Don't move. The Bears have to come to some sort of decision on what they're going to do at quarterback before they start interviewing OC candidates. The fact that they're doing it the other way around is wrong. It's going to bite them in the butt later. I'll tell you that right now. It's not a good move. I don't appreciate it. And I could understand to an extent Ryan pulls his logic. Well, they should get along with anybody. They're professionals. I get that. But don't you want to set somebody up for success, both the quarterback and the OC? Don't you want to set Caleb Williams up if he is drafted with a good offensive coordinator who's ready to work with him? Or vice versa, if you keep Justin Fields, don't you want to set him up with somebody who knows Justin Fields, knows his strengths, knows his weaknesses, wants to program a game plan that caters to his strengths? That, to me, seems like the logical option. But knowing how the Bears operate, logic's out the door. 
Got to worry about uh, other things besides logic. We'll see if they end up hiring. I feel like this is still going to be a bit of a drawn-up process. They're probably going to interview more people. And with the playoffs still going on, there are going to be issues that arise there too. I mean, Kubiak, for example, he's coaching right now. He's not going to accept a job while he's in the playoffs. So a lot of things are still going to have to be worked out. But I find it interesting that they've already interviewed six people and they still don't know who their quarterback's going to be. <laughs> no idea. Apparently, at least publicly, no idea. Yet they're interviewing offensive coordinator candidates. That beats me. And again, it beat me when they decided to retain Matt Eberflus. So why am I surprised? <laughs> oh, Chicago. Oh, the Bears, right? <laughs> Got a quote here, too, to... And today, Caleb Williams, a draft insider, discussed Caleb Williams, why he'd be a perfect fit for Chicago, by the way. From the outside looking in, quote, I think he has a very dominant personality that will welcome the big market media. It takes a special kind of person to do that, especially in Chicago, a big media market. You have to have tough skin in a market like that. We've seen him play at USC. Oklahoma's a blue blood program, so he's been in these situations before. I think he has tough enough skin where he's going to be able to take some of the criticism that faces him. Caleb Williams, as we've heard from many scouts, as we've heard from people on this show, former NFL executives, is a generational talent. And I'm going to continue to say, up until draft time, that he needs to be drafted by the Bears, and he needs to be their future quarterback. And any offensive coordinator that the Bears hire better be ready to work with him and not cater to Justin Fields or walk into a situation that, as of right now, is a mystery to everybody involved. That's going to do it for us here today at Sports Talk Chicago. I appreciate everybody tuning in, everybody hanging out here with us. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the YouTube page. And a big thank you to all of our great radio and TV affiliates. Want to name them out again. Our brand new one, Round Lake Beach, Illinois. So great to have them here with us. Affiliate number seven. And you see their logo right up at the top of your screen, 98.3, The Life. We have our good friends as well, WKAN, 105.5, The Ticket, ACTV, JNTV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9, Talk FM. Seven great stations who air this program every week. Give it up for them and support them when our show airs on their stations throughout the week and weekend. For John Meadows, I'm John Zagluel. Until next time, so long.